0: Welcome back, digital creators, to another episode of the podcast. In this episode, I chat with Perth photographer and videographer, Brendan Sessage. Brendan started his successful photo and video business at 14 years of age. Since then, he's got into shooting for some of the biggest festivals in Perth and photographed some of the world's biggest names in contemporary music, such as Playboy Cardi, Post Malone, and Billie Eilish, to name a few. I took some time to chat with Brendan about how he grew his large social media following, his best creative business hacks, how he shoots for the big festivals, and what it was like attending the Scream Like Goku meetup in Perth, which was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Stay tuned, only on the Digital Creators Podcast.
1: You hear Barry talking in the background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but today we got Brennan C. Photo.
1: Yo, what's up?
0: And if you don't know Brennan C. Photo, he's probably one of the biggest names of photography... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Possibly. Well, he's big on my Instagram feed. So, because you just hit 10K.
1: Yeah, in July. It's pretty July. sick. It's, pretty sick.
0: How did you do that? T- I, want, I want to hit 10K. I just hit 2K T- recently. Well, I don't know if I'm non TikTok now. It's like below 2K and it's gone up above 2K and it's really hurting my self-esteem.
1: So. Yeah. I just did TikTok. So pretty much I just like... I put out a video, like, during COVID, and I was like, oh, yeah, if anyone wants me to edit their photos, just send them over to my Instagram. And then they were like, okay. So people just kind of sent me DMs, and it was just like, you know when it, like, pops up with, like, the message requests? Yeah. It was, like, it was like 99-plus requests. Jeez. So I, I got pretty, um, you know, so bog- you bogged down with that. And then I literally was like, oh, yeah, I haven't posted on TikTok in ages, so I'll just post you know, the same video again with the same sound and then it did the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, TikTok, man. TikTok, as much as people bag it, it's pretty good. It's really it's good. It's good
0: for engagement and like growing. Because, um, yeah, I also grew a lot of TikTok. Like one of my videos got like probably like 90K.
1: The algorithm's so good.
0: Yeah. And um, I definitely grew a big audience of that. But you you also get a lot of big pages to, like repost your stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, so because I do, like, a lot of photos of, like, artists at concerts and all that. Um, like, all the fan pages and stuff. We'll see, like, they track, like, all the hashtags and who tags, you know, that artist in photos. And then they find my photos and then they repost them. And then everyone kind of comes from that. And then, um... Nice. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's literally just how it works. Is like, people reposting stuff. And then, yeah, the TikTok algorithm. And then Instagram just recently introduced Reels, which is kind of similar to oh, that. Oh, yeah. I'm not too sure how similar the algorithm is because I've found that, you know, it doesn't... It's
0: definitely not as good.
1: It doesn't take... Like, things don't take off quite as heavily as, you know, TikTok does.
0: I've found... I max out at, like, one has, like... 2,000 views or something and then it just stops
1: yeah Um, see I think that's the thing Um, like Instagram pushes uh, one of the reels like really hard for like a little bit and then as soon as it like does a little bit well it just stops whereas TikTok it just constantly constantly pushing it TikTok's actually done a lot for me
0: like in terms of building my social media and also... You got a couple of gigs work, from yeah, it, yeah. Like, like gigs from it. Have you got any gigs from
1: TikTok or...? Um, other than the, like, the people that asked me to edit their photos, I've had, like, a couple of people ask, like, if I shoot, like, uh, press photos and stuff. So I've just done a couple of those. And then, um, yeah, not not as much as, like, I think you have. Yeah. Because you're, you're heavily, like pushing the the fact that you're from Perth yeah, and then you do all this stuff. 100%. And that's where people see like, oh, this guy's from Perth, yeah. so we want to work with him.
0: Because, like, that's what I've found on TikTok works. Like, if you say Perth in your bio or you say Perth in the caption, and then you, even if you have a picture of the city, like the skyline, yeah. people are like, oh, I'm from Perth.
1: Yeah, they, they immediately associate it with Perth.
0: Yeah, so that's what I have been doing. Also, my YouTube, I've been heavily... Because I want to show, like, I'm from Perth. Yeah. Um,
1: like, people see the word, like, Perth. Like, if if someone sees, like, a place where they're from, they're going to immediately go, "What the hell? Like, why is this like coming from where I'm from? Like, why have yeah. I not why have I not heard of this? And I'm going to go have a look at it." Like, I saw a. Um, why
0: that, do you think that is? The, like, because in L.A., for example, if someone saw L.A., they might be like, "Oh yeah, whatever." Like.
1: like LA is just like flooded with talent and like I'm not saying Perth isn't but it's just not as flooded as it is you know like to LA no but
0: like yeah you just I want to LA is kind of like the social media capital of the world possibly yeah
1: I mean like there's there's so much going on there that it's just so hard to be noticed Yep. Like there's so many people trying to do the same thing. Whereas I think in Perth yep. there are people trying to do those same things, but there's not as much of it. So it makes it kind of easier to stand out from yeah. the rest. I
0: think it's um, probably harder to get yourself going in Perth because you don't you're not necessarily surrounded by like all those other people doing social media. Yeah. Um, but in LA it's like everyone's like vlogging and TikToking and Instagramming, so it's like Easier to get, you know, in the rhythm. Whereas, yeah, Perth is not not many people.
1: Yeah, I mean, everything. Everyone's, as I said before, everyone's trying to do the same thing, and like I guess by everyone trying to do the same thing, it kind of loses its power. Mm. Whereas in Perth, like, there's not as many people doing the same thing.
0: Because you shoot a lot of events like music festivals and stuff. I do. I do. So, which artists have you photographed? Oh
1: name drop a few um, I have shot, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I did Post Malone. That was like one of the first big ones I did. I did when s- and where
0: was
1: this? Uh, April 2019. So yeah, late April 2019. That was my first like major what was concert. This? Which venue was this? Uh, RAC Arena, oh, wow. the, the main one, yeah. And then like a couple of months before that. Um, they had this thing called FOMO, which is where, like, they had, like, Sway like, Ray Shremurto, and like, a couple of other artists and stuff. So that was kind of, like, the first, that first artist thing that I'd properly done with Sway 2019? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, January 2019. So I was... And
0: before that, you weren't really shooting music? Because, like, uh, I just see you as, like, the music photographer because on your feet, it's
1: like... Yeah, so before that, I was, like... I think everyone's trying to find their own niche and I hadn't really found it then so I was like trying out a few different things so yeah. I was doing I was doing so a ton you haven't of
0: actually been in that game like too long like maybe a couple
1: ju- years oh literally like a year yeah, <laughs> yeah so I I finished school in 2018 end of 2018 and I, I had no idea like what I was going to do so I just said stuff it I'll go to uni And like do photography there Maybe that'll do something And then I picked up (laughs) Yeah I picked up a gig And then uh, That was the Wombats Out at Red Hill Auditorium And um, After that I was like Oh this is kind of cool And then like I started I met um, Dylan Gibbs The photographer Because he he was doing a lot of nightclub stuff
0: Shout out Dylan
1: Shout out Dylan And He actually taught me how to do like a ton of like night stuff. He's
0: really good at event photography. Yeah, I don't actually know how
1: he does it, but he's really good. Yeah, so he he pretty much taught me everything that I know about like nightclub nightclub photography. So I did a I did one gig at a nightclub with him, like unpaid, and I just used his camera and stuff. And then, kind of my actual to get into uni. So we have to do like a thing called ATAR, which I'm sure you know of. Yeah. Um and. Uh, the, the minimum ATAR for a lot of subjects is 70. And I ended up getting like 69.3 or something. So I missed out by like 0.7 mm-hmm. of a mark. Mm-hmm. And so I did my portfolio of my photography, which was shocking, by the way. Oh, didn't
0: uh, you use photos from Paramount?
1: Yeah, I, I used... For, for uni? <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I, that one concert that I did for the uh, the Wombats, I, I used a couple of photos from that and then... I think there was a few more photos from like nightclubs so I did Paramount and then a club called Club Humble and um, I used that as my portfolio and then like a couple of photos that I took on my drone and like of my dog and that was my portfolio and I got into uni so I just spent like two years doing ATAR. I I did English tutoring for about six months prior to like the, the final exams and then I ended up actually failing still. And of course, you need to pass English to get into uni. So I did like a, a stat test, and uh, I had to like do a couple of essays and stuff. And I ended up passing that, and then my portfolio got accepted. So I pretty much did like two years of like ATAR and you know English tutoring for for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I could have I could have just you know been focusing more on on my uh, physical work. Um, yeah. Because you know. um. Just
0: from seeing, like, your work, or and in my experience as well, because I have a degree in photography. Mm. Yeah, it, like, uni, like, uni was fun because I got to meet people, but at the end of the day, that wasn't really the thing that got me work. It was, like, yeah. connecting with people and actually going out Yeah, like I
1: feel like that's more important, really, than doing anything else is just, like, meeting those people that do the same things mm. and that kind of, like you see somebody doing some, like, cool shit and you're like, I want to do that. So then you go and try it and then, you know, you might be good at it, you might not be good at it. But, like, you know, you tried that and then, you know, by trying that you might meet, like, new people and then that, like, pushes you onto like, a different area of photography. Yeah,
0: and I think especially in Perth, as a creative, um, because you're not necessarily surrounded by, like, creative people that are kind of, on their hustle, on their grind. So I think it's important to, you know, go out and really. You gotta meet find people, it. Find them, yeah. and then um, nothing. Nothing, and learn.
1: nothing comes to you. Yeah. That's all I know. It's just like the amount of times, like the that I've had to reach out to people to get work, just so I can, you know, meet those people and then meet further people and blah 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 blah. But like reaching out is so important. Yeah in like the area that I'm in, because if I don't reach out, if I don't put myself forward for something, then you're never going to consider me.
0: Yeah. Is it like, how do you go about getting your gigs for these festivals? Do people mostly reach out to you, or do you send them your work, you like, hey, I want to shoot this?
1: So when I started, I started doing it through a, um, a media outlet, And then so they basically do like online reviews of the concerts. So they send out someone to write up about and they send a photographer out as well. So I did a few of those uh, for free and, you know, did that to build up my portfolio, you know. And like uh, luckily for me, you know, those people that I shot were in fact like really big artists. So in my portfolio for big artists, I, you know, I could push that out more. And then people started actually like taking me seriously um yeah so it starts it started off with me reaching out to people like endlessly endlessly just sending emails uh instagram dms yeah um so you just sent out heaps of- yeah pretty much i'd go i'd like sit there on my computer and i would just like track all of the um events that were coming up all the artists that were coming to perth um and then i just you know find off find all the like managers emails like all that stuff messaging them just say hi mm. like I'd like to shoot here's my portfolio blah 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 and I did that for quite a while and then that actually started to build up traction and then you know people started pushing my name forward to them and then you know start, like, they'd ask one of their friends oh, who? Like do you know anyone and then they'd put my name forward yeah. and
0: now you should see this guy's calendar it's like I don't know how he's doing it. <laughs> it's pretty
1: cool yeah. don't, don't do uni <laughs> and do your own job yeah. like don't do uni and own your own business you can, but it's tiring. I know,
0: there's a sign that's going. <laughs>
1: I have one that was due in August, but I haven't started it. Oh,
0: that's you either. Okay, I want to talk about something kind of random. Yeah. But I think this is the coolest shit that has ever happened in Perth that I've seen. The Goku meetup, whatever the <laughs> hell that
1: was. The Scream Like Goku. Yeah. Yeah, so me... There's actually two other guys. They were like, Oh yeah, let's let this, uh, this event. I was like, dude, I'm jumping on this and then so I jumped on it as well and then we basically put an event we put an event out and it pretty much took off and then so the event actually was to go to an iconic like part in the city and then everyone to just scream had to be the cactus. Yeah, the, the cactus. If cactus. you live in Perth, you know the cactus. Um, cactus gang. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, we basically just said, come here at this time, and then everyone just did, like, this massive, like... Scream like Goku. Yeah, scream at the same time. God, yeah, and so, I, yeah, I took my camera along and just filmed it and then edited it, like, overnight, posted what it. What
0: actually happened at the event? Talk me through it.
1: <laughs> so so pretty much we, <laughs> we rocked up and we got, like, this cheap, like, $10... Mega horn from like uh, Target, and then we got some Hungry Jacks, and then we went down to the cactus. And I don't know how many there was like 500 people there. there. Was so many people, and you have
0: to watch this video.
1: Yeah, uh, is this going on YouTube?
0: Yeah, I'll put it up. Oh, yeah. I think IGTV, I'll put it,
1: I'll put oh, it either, either, either. Yeah, but um, yeah, so pretty much all these people rocked up. We got like this megaphone. And we started, like, saying to everyone, like, let's go. Like, come on. Everyone, like, do, like, a massive, like, half circle kind of thing. And everyone got around it. And then we got over the – we got on the Megahorn and we just said to everyone, just, like, um, like, we did, like, a massive countdown. And then I actually think that one of the guys played, like, the theme song through the Megaphone, like, just before it started. And then that's kind of what got everyone, oh, let's go – And then um, they all came in, we did a countdown, and it was just, like, non-stop screaming for about, like, eight minutes.
0: They were going off, like, just screaming at the top of the... And everyone else surrounding them were just, like... Like, the people just hanging out in the city were, like, what the...
1: Yeah <laughs> It looked like
0: a spiritual experience Some people like Losing it, their mind It did
1: <laughs> like They were tripping just, just like when we thought It was over Like people would start it up again And then people came This one guy This is like 7 foot tall Just came in And just literally just He came straight from the gym Or something And literally just Ripped his shirt yeah, the off
0: Yeah people Were taking off their shirts Like it was so sick
1: Yeah it was not Everyone was like Dressed up and stuff But yeah That's I didn't think That would, that would get that big
0: You've shown me Some cool business tips and stuff because you've actually got your like business hell organized like
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say hell organised.
0: <laughs> have you done your tax return?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I did that like yeah. straight away. I
0: yeah,
1: see. I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I my uh weekly like accounting program that I use like has like an easy option where I can just like export all of my data yeah. and then okay. I just People, send it off.
0: If you don't have Wave
1: Wave. Wave accounting.
0: Wave accounting is free it's like the best thing
1: ever if if you're a creative use Wave Accounting for your invoicing it's so amazing like you can um, you can do your transactions on there as well so you can like upload a bank statement and like put through like things that you've paid for that you can claim back on tax
0: okay like I just use it for invoicing and um, also if you're you know hiring someone or something you can use it for that but Brendan's got it set up so you can like yeah track your spending and then you use that for tax time and
1: yeah so I can like put things stuff. yeah put things that I claim back on tax. So I recently um, bought a car like on finance and yes. so I pay it off over like the next couple of years, but. Um,
0: So you don't actually have to collect the receipts or anything because it will be on your bank statement
1: anyway? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, some of the fuel receipts and stuff, there's actually a separate app on your phone where you can take photos of the receipt and, like, use that as, like, evidence. But, like, you know, it doesn't... It's not really as important as long as you can, like, track it back to your bank account. But, um, yeah, it just makes it so much simple. It has, like, all these colours and stuff for, like, different categories of, like, things that you spend your money on and... It, it literally just helps me. So it shows me what I've earned in a month, what I've spent in a month, and like my net profit and stuff that I've yeah. made.
0: Wave, guys, get on it.
1: Definitely get on it.
0: Instagram filter. So you've got your own Instagram filter. It's pretty crazy.
1: I've got two. Wait, I, th- I think I've got three.
0: One is called Grain, Dirt and Grain.
1: Uh, film and Grain. Uh, I've got two. So. I actually had three, which is, like, my concert preset that I use on, like, most of my concerts and stuff as, like, a bass preset. I made that into a filter so people can use it at concerts and stuff. Mm. And then I made another one um, called Warm Festival because a lot of people like, you know, desaturating some colors and then making other colors pop more. So I did that, like, at the start of COVID, like, just before COVID hit and I made it. And then, like, COVID hit, and then, like, it just didn't gain traction. And then I just made, like, a dust and grain filter because everyone uses, like, those. It's trendy. It's trendy.
0: But, um, why would you make your Instagram filter?
1: Um, because you can get a lot of reach on it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the, the clout. No, nah, um, it, so on Instagram, like, when you use a filter at the top of the the story, it actually shows like the name of the filter and then who it's by so you can click on it and then go to their profile and stuff so that's kind of like a free advertising in a way so if people like your filter yeah. they're going to use it more and then they're going to promote you more
0: mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to see like other people using it it's something you made
1: yeah it's pretty it's pretty weird no not weird but like it's pretty cool
0: how did you make it
1: um, Facebook has like this application that I like I think really? I owns. it's called like Spark AR Spark,
0: Spark Isn't that Adobe?
1: No uh, I have no idea
0: I think it's Adobe I can
1: access it through Facebook though right. So like it's got like one of those so you options you just
0: use a browser Or is it actual app on your computer? Yeah can
1: so you can, you can do it in the browser I don't know if it's got a uh, What do you call it? Uh, an app But like you can definitely oh, Let me type it out I should, While I'm doing this I'll talk So you can basically create a filter in Spark AR, the app. Yep. On the computer. On the the computer, yeah. So you basically just... They give you, like, this little template kind of thing, and then you put your preset on it. It's, like, all these weird colours and stuff, and then you put it in, and somehow, like, reads that and, like, sees it as, you know, a filter. And then from that, it, like, literally just um, does it all for you. Then you submit it, and then it... um, after you submit it, it takes, like, a little bit to uh, approve it. And then once it gets approved, it just goes straight onto your Instagram profile and you can, like, link it with your certain profile and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool in the way it works. I'll see if I can show you. Yeah, so yeah, you can, like, see all, the, you cool. can see all the insights and stuff on, like, who's used it and like, how many people have used it. So this one's got, like, 320,000 impressions. It's not not too bad, not too bad at all.
0: So, yeah, just on applications that you can use to promote yourself. So, I got um, a pretty big gig off TikTok. Well, they, they saw me post my photos on TikTok. Like, I made a little TikTok for my street photography. And they're like, hey, we want those Perth photos, but, in our advertising. And um, so, my photos are now... Forest outside Forest Chase. They look
1: dope. So if you go to Forest Chase, have a look on have a look on the big the big walls and there's his photos up there. They look so sick.
0: The cactus is where it's at, guys. So they're they're around the cactus area. But that was through TikTok. And weirdly enough, um they so that agency found my photos from TikTok and then they outsource another agency that does the graphic design. And they also found some of my other photos from ages ago on Unsplash. Some street photography. Oh, yeah. So they used... Like, without me, without them knowing, they already used my photos for...
1: Yeah, those things. Yeah. They used so, your photos again. So
0: the agency found my photos on Unsplash, which I've got, like, over a million reach That's on so Unsplash. so Which is where you upload your photos and people can download them for free. Um... And when people type in Perth, they can, like, find my photos and find me. Um, Also, I sold, even though they're free, some Mm. big companies want to give you money anyway. Because I'm pretty
1: sure you can use them for free for non-commercial use. But if you want to use them for commercial use, you have to pay for it. So if if you're going to be making... If they're going to be making money off of those photos, then they have to pay you for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I got, like, a $200 voucher from that agency, and another one agency in Singapore bought one of my photos from Unsplash for like 500 bucks. So Unsplash and TikTok are also two good apps. Very um, good. They can get good reach. So, yeah, try it out, guys. Now that festivals are starting to come back, what are you looking forward to? Are there any artists you want to shoot?
1: Um, that's a good question, actually. I, I don't really, you know...
0: Think too far ahead? Yeah, no,
1: yeah, I don't really think too far ahead. But, like, because Perth is, like, artists will come to Perth, but, like, I haven't really travelled for artists to shoot them before. So I pretty much, I don't, like, take what I can get, but, like, when the opportunity for me comes up, then I will jump on it. Yeah. kind of thing. But, like, if there was a couple of people that I'd really want to shoot, um... (sighs)
0: I mean you didn't even You didn't even tell everyone The people you shot with, Like before We're talking oh, yeah. ASAP up Ferg Playboy, Cardi
1: Billy Eilish
0: Billy Eilish Yeah Billy freaking Eilish Eyelash <laughs> <laughs> um, Who else? Hang on Let's just jump in a bit.
1: I have a list It's um, like
0: Matt it's... Brennancy Photo On Instagram Oh
1: give me a second I'm, I'm not trying to be i
0: like, Flex, but I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm uh,
1: not trying, I'm, trying to be, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be cocky, but I just can't remember. Um ASAP, Billy Eilish, uh Brockhampton, yeah. um, Jaden Smith, oh. uh, Juice World, Damn. Playboy Cardi, Post Malone, Ray uh the Black Eyed Peas, Young Blood, Ooh. Fifty Cent. Shout out 92.9. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shout out 92.9. Yeah, no, there, there's, cool. there's quite a few actually. So yeah, building that portfolio I guess the
0: dream for you would be going on tour, right? With one of like a big artist?
1: Yeah, that's definitely was my goal for this year. But it, <laughs> yeah, that kind of flopped. So I'm praying for next year maybe or maybe not next year because like stuff will still be, you know, the way that it is, just like a little less relaxed.
0: Yeah. I feel a little like more relaxed. it's kind of popping right now. I
1: mean, no, like COVID doesn't exist here basically. It, yeah, here it just feels like everything's back to normal, but I definitely think that there's a lot of places in the world where it's not taken as seriously. This supposed to
0: not oh, yeah. taken
1: as seriously. So it's nothing's really like, hang on, let me just fix this. There's like a ton of places in the world where it's not taken as seriously. So people aren't really, you know, recovering from, you know, the downfall of it all
0: yeah but I think what I've seen is like because we can't escape Perth basically yeah and um a lot of people have been coming to Perth so we're kind of like building Perth up whereas maybe we'd be like oh yeah let's just go to Bali or let's go overseas but no we are kind of like building our business or I think you have and I have like been building our business because we're here mm. and it's like we may as well put our time to something
1: yeah lo- local stuff like building local stuff and then yeah. taking it further
0: and like that's probably how this podcast happened like we're all kind of stuck here so we're like we'll make a podcast studio and we're all kind of collaborating like building the business mm. that we've got here so I feel like Perth's like
1: yeah the podcast studio yeah
0: Perth's pumping awesome. <laughs> let's leave that there yeah <laughs> Um,
1: so yeah, Perth chatter, Perth Yeah, Perth Perth's doing pretty well at the moment It's a good place to be I, I did Bag It a while ago When, you know, like artists wouldn't come here And like I just That's what kind of uh, Drove my goal for this year To actually go places To shoot But like At the moment I don't really Don't really want that
0: <laughs> I don't know too much about this brand I've seen it on Instagram and stuff It looks really sick Like it's a clothing brand Is it Perth-based?
1: Yeah, so this guy I went to school with, he was a couple of years older than me. His name's Jordan. Um Shout out, Jordan.
0: We should get him on the podcast.
1: That would actually be a good idea. Yeah, we should do that. Um He started his brand when we were in high school. He started I think it was called, I don't know what it was called first, but it was like some, uh, I think, no, don't, it was called Don't Sweat, and then that went for a couple of years, and then... uh the Weekend he came to Perth and he just basically reached out and said, Hey, I want to, you know, put my clothes. I don't know how he did it, but he sussed weekend, it. And then they ended up just like loving his stuff and they actually, you know, like took him on uh, through to LA and stuff and like kind of like really boosted his brand. And so, um, yeah, it's now called Riot Hill. I recently did some work uh, for their latest campaign. So, yeah, because,
0: she- um, the videos you made were like really good like I loved how you you. you shot them the story and stuff Um, how did you how did you kind of make that did it take a lot of time to plan Um, what inspired you
1: so Jordan did Jordan actually did a lot of the the planning and like you know putting forward his ideas what he wanted he gave me, like, a ton of, like, references, which just made it, like, super easy for me. So, like, if anyone's ever hiring a photographer or a videographer, just, like, get, just give references because we need references. Yeah, if we make something that we think is good, it might not necessarily be something that you think is good. So then inspired, yeah. we don't want to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just – I did their recent campaign for them. That was pretty sick. So, yeah, he gave me literally everything I needed. Um – and we kind of just went from there, created uh, the view that he wanted it to be, and we spent quite a while, you know, putting it all together. And like quite a while planning it, or not? Yeah, so he he did most of the planning by himself, um, and then like maybe like the week of <coughs> the week of um, shooting, he sent it all through to me, saying like, <coughs> <coughs> sorry. He sent, he sent it all through to me and said, like, you know, this is what I want to do. Like, can you do this? And I pretty much just said, yeah, like, let's, let's do it. And so we shot for, like, I think we shot for...
0: Because how many different video sections?
1: There's four. Four. So all, and all kind of different. Yeah, so they're basically based on, like, different um, outfits and, like, the characters that are associated with those outfits. And then there's, like, one... Were you
0: inspired by movies or other people? Um, I think
1: there was a movie that he was heavily inspired by. I think it's called... Uh, it's a French film. It's called La Haine. Mm. So it's, like, I, I haven't watched it, but, like, uh, he You're showed inspired. me He showed me clips of it, and it pretty much just fit exactly what he was saying. So, um, yeah, we just went from there, created it, and then it took us about, like, two weeks to put it all together. And then... Um, yeah, it's up now, so you should go check it out. It's pretty sick. Yeah, took me a and, um, long took me Ryan a long time. Instagram.
0: Yeah. Or uh, Brennan's Instagram.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a collab with um, a Japanese company called Tetris. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of like um, people that, that they they people like send stuff to artists, whereas I think that Jordan was extremely fortunate in this case that, that they'd love their stuff. <clears throat> that they loved his stuff so much there, yeah. that they actually like took him on board and everything I don't know the full story but yeah you should get,
0: get we'll find out when he's on
1: get Jordan on get him to come do some stuff
0: Ooh, thank you so much Brennan C. photo, for coming on the Digital Creators Podcast
1: no worries. thank you for having me
0: <laughs> Um, thank you guys for listening and if you're watching on YouTube don't forget to like and subscribe like and, and subscribe uh, just do it yeah do it and see you in the next one peace Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Digital Credit Podcast so you never miss an episode. If you like the episode, why not share it on your Instagram and tag us? If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, throw us a review and it will be much appreciated. Until next time, peace.